Welcome to episode number 37 of the Raw Food Podcast. I am your host, Laura Jane the Rotarian, and on today's episode, I have a special guest, Drew Tadia. He is the host of Exploring Mind and Body, which is a popular radio show, and he's got tons of information to share with us today. He and I are going to f- do a mind meld with my expertise in food and his expertise in athletics and fitness, and we're going to duke it out and battle which one is more important, food or athletics. Of course, we all know both of those are very important, but stay tuned to see which one of us are arguing for which side. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Raw Food Podcast. This is episode 37. I'm excited to be branching out a little bit today. We've got Drew Tadia on the line with us today. We're going to be having a really interesting, fascinating conversation about mindset, about food and exercise, which as some of you know, is my nemesis. So we're kind of going to be talking about food and exercise on the Raw Food Podcast today. And I'm just super excited to have my friend Do Tat Drew, not Do, but Mountain Dew is good. <laughs> but Drew Tadia on the phone with us today. He is a fellow Canadian like myself. He's a world traveling baseball player. He's created an amazing vegan protein. He's on the radio. He's doing so many things. And he's an expert in exercise, which is sad and makes me jealous. It's awesome. So Drew, thank you so much for being on the Raw Food Podcast today. Well, thanks so much for having me. I was going to thank you for pronouncing my last name right, but you had trouble with my first name. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. Well, well, 50-50. We're one for two. That's not bad. It's pretty good. I'm happy with that. <laughs> so what I love to do when I have a guest on the show is to just give you, I mean, I gave a sort of the highlights of what I know about you, um, but I'd love to just hear a little bit more about your story. Maybe you can start by telling us a little bit about what you are doing today, but I know you have a really interesting background story as well, so you could talk a little bit about what you're doing today and then how you got to this point. Okay, so I guess, so first of all, we met, I guess, kind of online. I was talking about how I experienced experiment with raw food and how your website always seems to come up. So um, I just reached out to you and asked you to come on the show. So thank you for coming on my show, uh, my radio show and podcast. That was a, it was a great show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, so that's, thank you. I loved it too. Yeah, it was, it was a great interview. You did fantastic. And uh, I appreciate you taking that time. So um, that's one of the things that I do. I, I host a radio show and I'm right outside of Calgary, Alberta. Where, where are most of your listeners from? Do you know? I do. I would say most of them are actually American or Australian or in the UK, but we do have some Canadians. <laughs> but you and I are like, they're going to be the high Canadian quotient on this show today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So then I was just wondering if people knew where we're at because I know we're, we're both Canadian, but most of my listeners are from the US as well. So anyways, um, th- just my radio show is, is a big part of what I do. I really enjoy that. Um, I've been on there for three years and I put it, I've been on iTunes for about a year. So that's exciting. Just reaching a, a larger demographic and people, as you know, all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then 
uh, just moving forward, I'm doing, I'm doing daily, I'm going to work towards a daily podcast. Um, just reading my blog posts. I love to write. I write uh, often on numerous websites that I'll get into shortly that I also write on, mm-hmm. on my Facebook page. So, um, writing is, is some, definitely something I'm passionate about. Um, mm-hmm. and then, so personal training and, and teaching fitness classes, that's, something that I do daily uh, exercise is just uh, a part of my life and it has been as an athlete growing up so I'd love to get into conversations with you about that seems like mm-hmm. we would have a good <laughs> we would have a good conversation around that we'd have a good mentor student relationship <laughs> there yes okay <laughs> I know because I know one of the things I read about you and I don't know a lot about uh is you you played baseball yeah, actually, I, I was. I'm very fortunate. I say I don't say lucky. I fortunate, and it was a whole lot of hard work and sacrifice. But it really taught me everything I know about life, and you know, commitment and sacrifice, and going after your dreams. And so I grew up here in Canada, and I had this dream. I played sports throughout throughout my life. I was one of those fortunate kids that was just naturally good at whatever ball or stick or bat I had in my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I my dream was to play college sports. That's all I wanted to do. And when I graduated high school, I packed up my bags and headed to sunny California. And that was just a dream of mine. I just showed up with my bat and glove. I didn't know that most athletes were recruited, most were invited, um, or the coach had any idea that you would be coming or or invited. So um, it was yeah, it's just a cool story. I just showed up and my natural ability helped me make a team and I quickly realized that that natural ability would take me no further and that's where I turned to fitness and nutrition and I needed to Mm -hmm. find an edge I needed to find a way to stand out and and compete at that level because up here in Canada I mean it's September early September it's snowing here (laughs) but that's not normal don't give Canada such a bad reputation there that's true that's true I guess what I'm getting at is our season is super short um, so our mm. season is two months where a lot of the guys that I would be playing with and against would play all year round. Um, so that's that's where I found nutrition and, and health. And I always had a fitness magazine. I was always in the gym experimenting on my own body. And before long, I became I became someone to, to go to, to ask questions to, to design programs. And it was never a plan, but that's... Uh, that's that's how I became. I, I just call myself a fitness specialist now. Um, mm-hmm. But I was very fortunate. I was very fortunate to travel around the world. I've traveled to Australia and Germany, more places than I can count right now in the U.S. Uh, playing professional baseball, and and that was just a testament to nutritionizing nutrition. Excuse me, <laughs> nutritionizing your body properly with whole food, and mm-hmm. using fitness. Um, not not just as not just as um, to help you get better, but in prevention. I'm most proud of baseball is a difficult sport because you're always stopping and going, and you have to get to max speed. And you, it seems like you're standing around, but then you have to you need there's quick movement. So there's a lot of injuries, a lot of small things that bother bother you. And at the level I was mm-hmm. playing at, if you went out on an injury or if you missed a game or practice, you may never see your position again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just, it was one, one of the things I'm most proud of is being healthy and strong to play on the field. And later in my career, I never missed a game and never missed a practice. And that was just because of my background and understanding nutrition. 
Mm -hmm. So I know you talked about being a child and having a lot of, you know, being an athlete from an early age, but did you find that, and that came naturally to you, but did you find that nutrition and eating healthily was also easy to get into? Or maybe you could talk a little bit about, like, do you feel like those are both things you've kind of mastered or are you struggling with food at all these days? <laughs> you know, I, w I wouldn't say I am. I'm always learning. I'm always, I'm, I'm a student of life. I'm always learning. I'm always reading and experimenting. Um, like I talked about, raw foods isn't something that, that I love just yet. <laughs> On my mm -hmm. show, I talked about how most of my creations actually, actually recommended from you or your site don't don't actually don't often work out so um mm -hmm. but i just got into fermented foods maybe six months or a year ago uh, maybe a year and a half ago i learned about gmos and avoiding avoiding processed foods and toxins so um at an early age i lived this the same lifestyle as the average north american um mm -hmm. steak and potatoes um my parents did a fantastic job of raising me. I had a wonderful family, but we weren't health orientated. When when I got to university and I realized that this could very well be the end of my athletic career, I realized that I need to make a change. I need to educate myself on proper nutrition because for some reason deep down I knew that, that food and exercise could take me to that next level. Mm -hmm. So I just studied. I studied and experimented and I looked at what foods would make my mind clearer, what foods would help me recover quicker. And I knew that I could compete at a higher level if I could heal quicker than the next guy, if I could think clearer, if I was always on the field, that's a big advantage because unfortunately there is a lot of injuries in that sport. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the main themes that I wanted to explore today was sort of that idea of, we all know that there's so much to wellness and health so there's what you eat there's exercise there's how much sleep you get there's stress there's all of these things that are really really important and one thing that uh, some of my listeners would have heard me talk about in the past is I know that health is kind of like this huge circle almost like a big beach ball with all these different stripes and colors and you know food is maybe one of those stripes on the big beach ball but you know there's all these other things that are happening and and I I one of the things I tend to say, because food was where I got into it, I got, I was not healthy in pretty much any area of my life, but food was a thing I gravitated towards. And it came quite naturally to me to want to eat healthily once I got into the groove. But a question that I sometimes have, and I'd love to hear your answer, because I know what my answer is, is, you know, do you think that food versus exercise, that one of those things, particularly say, for people who are failing at everything so maybe they they're not failing but you know they want they know that they need to improve all areas of their lives is there one area that you would suggest starting with which you know what's more important food or exercise what do you think about that um <laughs> it's a it's a difficult question because i think you need you mentioned a beach ball and, and slices or stripes i talk about a pot not a pie <laughs> mm, yes pie let's talk about pie <laughs> i don't know where that came from um i talk about a puzzle and if you don't have all the pieces of the puzzle it's going to be difficult for you to see the whole picture so mm -hmm. you know i'm a big believer in fitness and working out 
like I work out every day, but I don't recommend everyone working out every day. And then just eating eating clean and having a healthy lifestyle and choosing better food options. You know what? I think everyone can make small adjustments to improve their lifestyle. And I think one of the biggest mistakes around living healthier is jumping in with two feet. And one of the biggest things that people come to me, so they'll come to me for a consultation, personal training or health coaching, and they'll say, and I'll say, well, offer some suggestions. Well, why don't we try this once a week? Why don't we try this twice a week? And then they'll say, well, I'm, I'm pretty much an all or nothing person. So, mm-hmm. and a lot of people say that. So then I ask, or then I ask them if they're happy with where they're at. And they say, well, no. And that, that's because, of course, that's why they're sitting there with me. So mm-hmm. often we're doing the same thing over and over again. And we're not getting different results. And I'm sure most of us know what Einstein said about that. So uh, often. Uh, it's Is that the insanity yep. doing the same thing? Yep. Say it. What's the actual. Oh, so Einstein just said it, insanity. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and, and expecting a different result. Yes. So I, I just I kind of like I use the analogy of people are trying to get in the front door over and over again. They're and they're trying every single every different way they can to get in that front door and the back door is wide open. So. Um, so the, would the front door be kind of like being an extreme? What do you mean? Elaborate on that. So because I like where you're going. OK, so the my front door analogy is just doing the same thing. So it's all or nothing. So someone will come to me and say, well, no, that's not how I work. I either do it all or I don't do anything. And so then I ask them, well, how is their exercise routine looked like for the last 10 years? So they say, well, I used to work out for six weeks. And then they stop. I used to work mm-hmm. out for two months and then they stop. So most more times than not, people will jump into a three to five week exercise program right away because that's how they're programmed mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it doesn't work out. So they stop right away instead of taking slow, sustainable steps to turn that journey into a lifestyle as opposed to a crash diet or or a New Year's resolution. I completely agree with what you're saying because I hear that so much with food because I get a lot of people contacting me and telling me they want to go raw and telling me all these steps about when they're going to begin going raw and I one of my usual first responses is like have you ever made one raw recipe yet like let's (laughs) try to just make one and then call that a success because I think we all want to do we all want to be perfect and we all want to set these really awesome goals but it is true if we try to bite off too much then it's probably going to crash and burn at some point especially if it's requiring a lot more time time at the gym or time in the kitchen then you're used to dedicating away from your busy life absolutely and and like i'm sure you see it as often as i see it it's just it's just how we work if if you want to change your if you want to live a healthy lifestyle you need to change your lifestyle if you want to lose 10 pounds, I'll tell you how to lose 10 pounds. You carb deplete and you dehydrate. That's it. That's easy. You mm-hmm. can lose. Anyone can lose 10 pounds in a short time, two weeks. So, of course, I don't recommend that. Don't go do that. It's, it's terribly mm-hmm. unhealthy and it wreaks havoc on your body. Um, but I'm just saying that that's not difficult. What's difficult and worthwhile is changing your lifestyle around a healthy way of living. And that's everything from mental to physical to emotional and uh, improving your lifestyle as a whole, as opposed to just looking at, well, maybe I'll just start exercising. It, unfortunately, it just doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. 
Completely. And I mean, I think ultimately what we what we all kind of wonder i remember before i got into let's say um healthy living i used to look at say someone who had a ideal body weight and see them eating something healthy and i remember thinking like why is she eating such healthy food she doesn't need to eat healthy food she could eat anything that she wants or if you go to the gym once a year you might see someone who looks fabulous running on a treadmill and you think the same thing like what why are they there they don't need to be doing that but I think it's really all so much about those patterns. We all know how quickly a month goes by, how quickly a year goes by. And it's really those habits and patterns that we have to get into that make or break or, or give you the result that you are seeing when you look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's, it's, it's a mindset and you're seeing those people there and they look like that. They look, you know, maybe they look strong and healthy and and they do that because that's their lifestyle. It's not because they wanted to get in shape for a couple months or uh, weddings coming up or it's beach season. It's because they, they live that lifestyle and it's terribly difficult to struggle or, or battle that mindset of just a quick fix because mm-hmm. it just doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the main questions, because I, I, I'm going to come back to it and make you pick a side here. So <laughs> if we're talking about food versus exercise, and let's say particularly through the lens of, for example, healthy weight loss for someone who might want to lose some weight and keep it off over the long term. Food versus exercise, which one's more important? Go. <laughs> I thought I did a good job of avoiding the question. <laughs> you did. That's why I had to ask it again. <laughs> uh, um you know they're both they're both important they're both incredibly important to live a healthy lifestyle i'm gonna go with fitness right now because i'm looking forward to having a little debate so (laughs) it's clearly fitness so get in the gym right now okay well here's my thought process well and i feel that this is not even a well-researched thing (laughs) on my (laughs) on my side but i think that if let's just say something reasonable like say you want to lose 15 pounds I feel, and keep it off and, you know, get into better habits. I feel that food is more important because it's going to be something you're doing like three times a day all the time and it's easier to get results. And I'm not talking about starving yourself or anything like that. I'm just talking about clean eating, cutting out the junk, eating good, healthy stuff and eating enough of it so that, you know, you're getting enough calories in your day. So... I feel that that would be something that would be more effective than say continuing to eat garbage and like if it's, if you can really if it's all or nothing if you're only going to do food or you're only going to do exercise I think you should choose food because I think if you are eating complete garbage but then trying to run on the treadmill every day after work I think you're going to get better results with food. Yes, that's uh it could it could be but for sake of conversation, I'm going to go with exercise simply because if food, I think it's difficult to lose, first of all, lose weight or get enough nutrients you need with only three meals a day. And and don't get me wrong. When you, when I talk about meals, I talk about snack meals, like yes. a handful of granola. Me too, me too. I'm a complete snacker. So I agree with you there. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> so, so I think food is constant. Like food, you shouldn't ever take a break from food. Like 
that's nutrition, that's your body. You should always be nutritionizing your body in certain ways throughout the day, which is a long, constant process. <laughs> mm -hmm. So when you're in the gym, you could work out for up to three times a week. That's only, and I'm not a, I'm not a believer in the old conventional bicep curl or press. That's it's an old way of thinking, and most people don't want to be bodybuilders. So mm -hmm. 25 minute, you can get you can get a good workout in in 20 minutes, 25 minutes, three times a week five times a week. So if you're lazy, if you want to see results, and not lazy, but mm -hmm. that was a bad choice of words. But if, if if you want to put out the least amount of effort and you want to throw in a 20 minute workout three times a week, you can see results. And I think it takes a whole lot more effort with nutrition to get mm -hmm. better results. Yeah. <laughs> you although we make a good argument. You do because it is true because if you're gonna if you're completely having to change the way you eat it is gonna require more effort but I guess here's what I'm saying if we accelerate it over the long term and you get into because it's like anything when you're eating terribly and you don't even know how or what to make that's good it is hard to get into a new groove of new recipes new you know uh, routines in your eating but once you do establish those routines then it just becomes normal to you and then you don't have to go to the gym three days a week <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to disagree because um, at some point to improve your lifestyle you're gonna have to live some sort of active lifestyle and I'm using gym just so you know I'm using gym as a a representative as an active lifestyle because mm -hmm especially in the summer, like I don't recommend or personally, I stay away from the gym because I'm in the gym working a lot. So, you know, working out outside going on, on, I just went on this crazy hike, like it was unreal. I'll tell you about it off air maybe, but we went on this hike up in the mountains. We went 50, 56, I don't even believe this saying it, 56 kilometers in three days. Oh my gosh. So one of the days was 26 kilometers and uh, I thought I was going not going to make it. <laughs> so um, there's def definitely things you can do outside of the gym. And uh, I was just using that as an example. But what, my point is sooner or later, you're going to have to live that healthy lifestyle. You're going to have to get in the gym and exercise your heart and lungs and get the blood flowing and endorphins. Mm -hmm. And that's something else that I'd like to point out for exercise, uh, mental clarity, reducing stress, sleeping better. All that comes from, you know, putting some effort and getting the blood flowing in the gym. And you can't get everything you can from, like, including endorphins and getting the blood flowing and exercising your heart and lungs as you can in the gym. You can't get that with nutrition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's probably true. And I think one thing I've certainly noticed with myself is I think everybody, going back to my little beach ball idea here of, like, um, or different parts of the puzzle. I think everybody gravitates towards one puzzle piece first. So some people maybe would rather start with exercise and they find that easier. And I do think that it's good to start with whatever you gravitate towards. And then once you do, let's just call it master it, or you feel really comfortable and you're in the groove there, then you do naturally, I find, want to work on the next puzzle piece and I think that's even an idea for me of why I wanted to have you on the show Drew is that I knew you'd have some really good words of wisdom that I could use because for me I know that food I'm good 
I've got food covered now, but I do know I want to be exercising more. And I think for me, it's more about some idea of like that it takes too much time but I think it's probably more, I, I am also looking at it in the, in the all or nothing way that your clients are looking at it in. I mean, I, I'm good. I walk my dog and I generally like being outside around my acreage. We live kind of in the country and I like doing that. But it's sort of the idea of this structured exercise that scares me a little bit. And I'm not sure why. <laughs> That's pretty cool. You live in the country. I kind of pick, I can see your picture, like <laughs> your picture on your website i kind of picture you making your creations in the country so. <laughs> <laughs> you were right you were That's right cool um but you know you're in the same position as millions of people and they think it takes too much time and effort to begin a program so um and you know to be quite honest with you that's just the old it's the old conventional way of thinking and exercising so i see people at the gym that will go and do an hour they'll do an hour of cardio and then they'll do an hour of weights. And I mean, that's, it's ridiculous. That's, we don't, our bodies don't work like that. We don't need to do that to, to see results. If you combine, let's say, for example, like I'm a believer in um, uh, HIT, it's called high in, uh, interval, in, in, excuse me, interval intensity training. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, high impact training for a short amount of time. And I don't mean that you're walking out of there um, looking for the closest garbage can when you're done. <laughs> I just mean, uh, uh, enough exercise that you're breathing heavy when you're finished and you're and you're using your muscles in a proper manner so it could be let's say here's a good example push up sit up in a squat so those are three simple exercises that I start a lot of people out on because you don't need any weights you don't need any space you can do it in your bathroom you can do it in your closet so you have three exercises that you can do with your body weight you're covering your entire body and if you do those without a break, you're going to be breathing heavy. So you're working out your heart and your lungs. You're working out your your entire body um, in the um, every part of your muscles. So um, that's just something simple that I try to help people understand because it doesn't have to be difficult to get started. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, I think you're I think you're right. I think you're exactly right with what you say. Once you start to live healthier, like whether it's exercise, if you start with exercise you naturally gravitate towards eating healthier because you like the feeling and you like the results. So you start to feel better about yourself. You start to have more confidence. So you, that grows on you. So you want more and you're looking for different avenues. So you, for example, you're, you're eating clean and you, you, you feel good. You feel better. Mm -hmm. So you want to continue that feeling. So the next step is to, to do something, um, minimally. So I talk about creating habits. We, as humans, we're creatures of habits. We, eat at the same side of the table. We watch TV in the same chair. We sleep on the same side of the bed. Mm -hmm. We're creatures of habit. So if we turn our positive, um, if we turn our, if we're looking for positive habits, we can turn those into advantages in life. And, and that's where it begins. So if you start like every day you wake up at nine o'clock, not every day, I recommend mm -hmm. two max three times a week to start out, um, or, 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 or to finish. Like you, you don't have to work out more than three times a week unless you love it. So, um, if three you times, start three times is good. <laughs> three, three times a week. So if you start out, let's say every Monday morning at, at nine a.m. Every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday morning at nine a.m. Just for whatever reason, you start or you start turning your exercise into a habit. And you do those three exercises that will take you less than ten minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I guarantee you're going to see results if you do that for a number of weeks. And mm -hmm. I don't mean like years. 
Mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm. I'm saying if you do that for six weeks, you're going to start to see results and you're going to start to form patterns and a habit of a new lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, well, uh, I really like your suggestion because what I'm hearing, which is something similar that I try to suggest for people with food changes is we don't need to make it too complicated. You're not saying Monday squats, push-ups, sit-ups, Tuesday running. It's It's just like repetition. It doesn't sound scary. It sounds like I could do that. Same thing for me. I would often say like, let's just have a green smoothie for breakfast every morning. And then once you get into the groove of it and you don't have to think too much, then it becomes a little bit more like a habit. So I like that. It Mm -hmm. doesn't seem, it doesn't seem too scary. Right, Laura Jane? (laughs) Right? Not scary. No, no. (laughs) Intimidating, right? A lot of people are just intimidated by the thought of it. So I love how you told me your story about how you started on your your raw food journey. And it was just, with your green smoothie mm-hmm. and that's a perfect analogy for exercise because it, it's not that scary if i personally if i thought about making a raw food recipe every day for i don't know till i thought i'd be healthy like a lot of people a couple weeks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um i wouldn't do i wouldn't even start just because me thinking about creating a raw food recipe as many times as i eat throughout the day i wouldn't do it so mm-hmm. if you could think wrap your head around something simple and sustainable then you're then you're working towards a uh, you know proper goals and in a lifestyle change. I love it. Well, let's okay. We duked it out. We duked it out. I I acknowledged you made some good points. So also I'm happy to leave that beyond <laughs> us. Thank you for coming back and and answering that question. Well, another <laughs> thing I did want to talk about too because I think it's sort of a nice fusion of both of our areas of expertise is sort of the idea of plant based proteins. And I know this is kind of taking a switch, but Everybody who listens to the Raw Food Podcast knows I don't have a science brain and I don't love talking about the nutrition, but I do, (laughs) one of the things that I think is so cool about you, because you're kind of a more traditional, you know, you, I don't know what I'm trying to say there, but I, I, one of the things that I was really impressed with, because you're sort of like, you know, this baseball guy and you're kind of (laughs) normal and, uh, (laughs) but you do have a protein, do you call it a protein power or protein, uh, sorry, supplement or whatever it is it's complete truth protein which essentially is kind of like a protein powder that we all know a lot of people will put that in their smoothies etc but yours is just completely plant-based and actually made from real fruit so i did want to mention this and talk a little bit about it because um i just was really impressed with that and it showed to me that our hearts lie in the same place so i'd love to hear a bit more about complete truth protein yeah, well, thanks for the uh, opportunity to talk about it, and I would like to thank you for calling me kind of normal. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you take that's, that as a compliment. If someone called me normal, cool. I don't think I would like it. <laughs> but sorry, keep going, keep going. Um, so, well, so I grew up as an athlete. I grew up like most, like most athletes. We look at um, the product like a whey protein. I just, I don't like. I don't have anything really against whey except for the industry and how much of a low quality product they usually put out. Mm-hmm. Of course, they do have better, cleaner products. But anyways, we grew up in in looking at protein supplements, usually a whey product that has a famous athlete on the front or a bodybuilder. So we we're like, great, I want to look like that. So we, so we're, uh, I guess the marketing, the marketing takes a hold of us, and that's what we want. There's no difference with the Gatorade bottle. It has Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods on it. So we want to drink the Gatorade, and we think it's going to improve our health. 
and a lot of these mainstream products do the exact opposite. Um, mm-hmm. So as I carried on in my baseball career, uh, I used my body as an experiment, and I, um, I, w- I was I was the typical athlete. I ate tons of meat, drank tons of milk. I needed protein because that's what they pushed on us, mm-hmm. and I was this huge giant full of muscle. I weighed two hundred and twenty pounds of muscle. I didn't sleep well. I was nasally. I did. My emotions were a mess, and I never really thought about the food aspect of it. I thought, you know, that was my lifestyle. That's the way mm-hmm. I chose to live. Um, and then, you know, things changed. I wanted to be healthier, and I started reading ingredients. I started looking at the supplements I was taking, and I started researching. I researched everything, and I, I was looking at the tons and tons of ingredients on a conventional protein supplement. And after doing some research, you know, just using common sense and and looking at some of these words you can't read and pronounce, it was, you know, uh, um, I don't know what the word is, ridiculous or insane maybe Mm -hmm. to be putting these substances in in our body. Um, So I wanted to change that. When I came back, I I started training people more full time as opposed to myself and, and teammates and other athletes. And I just had a hard time recommending, of course, in the fitness, a lot of people in the fitness industry, so many people want to know what protein should I be taking mm-hmm. um, simply because the industry says we don't get enough protein. So I guess, first of all, I don't believe in that at all. There's protein in everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, us in North America here, we have we we have the size of steaks as big as plates that could feed an entire family, mm-hmm. some for a week in another country, literally. Mm-hmm. And we're one of the sickest, most disease-filled nations there is. And, and that's just the truth of the matter. And we still think that protein is our answer. So mm-hmm. that's a little mind-boggling to me. So uh, moving on to, to protein, I just had a hard time recommending a proper protein supplement because they're, I knew they were so filled with toxins and things that were detrimental to our health. Um, on top of that, I knew most people didn't get enough nutrients in their body. So not protein, not carbs, not fats, nutrients as a whole. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, our society, we're afraid of fats, we're afraid of carbs, we're afraid of calories. So mm-hmm. people aren't really eating and we're starving ourselves and we're not giving our bodies a chance to heal ourselves like we have for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. So our bodies regenerate, our bodies heal, our new cells develop all the time. But we're not fueling it properly to help it. So our bodies are incredible things, creatures, beings. We just need it to give some help so we can live live healthy. I know. And I mean, I think what is so amazing about Complete Truth Protein is that Drew has a product that is essentially protein supplement or powder that you can add to your smoothies that is essentially just like hemp seed hearts. These are all raw ingredients. It's just hemp seed hearts and quinoa, right? Yeah. Like that's it. That's it. It's just, it's a powder. It's a flower. So a lot of people think that products on the shelves should be complicated and, and you shouldn't be able to read what's inside. So I just wanted to, my idea was to go against, against the industry and change the mindset of everything normal. But, (laughs) and also just like you mentioned, just using common sense. Cause again, I'm not really into science, but the one thing that I do know is as a raw vegan, one of the best plant-based plant-based proteins that you can get is hemp seed hearts and quinoa is amazing too so just using that common sense of like okay what can we put in our smoothie that has a lot of protein in it that's plant-based and good for you 
it includes these two ingredients. So I think to me, it's complete common sense. And I think that's exactly, I'm glad you used those words because that's exactly when I saw that, I thought, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, a lot of people, they have your reaction and, and there's so many different reactions. Some people don't believe it. They look at quinoa and hemp hearts and then they look at the back and then they say, you know, where's the, where's the ingredients? And I says, it's, it's right there. Well, they say, well, what else is in it? So it's just a whole food supplement. And most supplements are, are supplements manufactured in adding a number of different things that we probably shouldn't be consuming. So mm-hmm. this is whole food. It's real food. It's raw. It's vegan. It's free of gluten, dairy, soy, GMOs. So this was just, it was just a clean product that I felt comfortable recommending to my friends and clients to improve their lifestyle and get nutrients into their body, not a protein. I absolutely love it because I know as a vegan myself, one of the main questions I get asked all the time is where do you get your protein? And it's something people are all like really worried about for you. Uh, And it is, it is an important thing, but there are plant-based proteins out there that you can eat and it does exist. And I think that it's just I what I also like about it too is I sort of see what you're doing as kind of like you're in this nice I mean this is the wrong thing that's coming to mind but like this idea of like little armies out there trying to like just make the world a better place and I feel like you're really doing that with this product so I think it's awesome and I also think it's awesome that I hope you're still up for this Drew that if we could give away uh, a sample of the complete truth protein to our listeners are you still up for that? course that's we'll give them a, a, a one pound bag that would be awesome so i think drew's going to give us one bag to give away to somebody so if you want to go over to the rotarian.com slash podcasts and look for this episode it's episode 37 and you can just leave a comment there in the comments about maybe one of your favorite smoothie recipes or something smoothie related because i think that this is a great addition to your daily smoothie, your green smoothie, or whatever your favorite smoothie is. So come on over to therotarian.com slash podcasts and leave a comment uh, under this episode, just a brief comment about something related to smoothies and you'll be entered. And then Drew will um, give us one pack for the lucky winner. And I think, what's the date? Let's say it will be chosen on October 15th, 2014. So if you're listening to this and it hasn't, that date hasn't happened yet, then um, come on over and leave a comment. So that is awesome. I'm loving this episode so far. I'm trying to think of when I have you here, any other topics that I wanted to pin you down and ask you some questions (laughs) on. But I think that ultimately, I think this has been a great episode. Um, Anything I should have asked you that I didn't ask, Drew? No, like I think it was great. We covered some some fitness and I offered some tips. Um, you know, just look to everyone out there. If you're looking to live a healthier lifestyle, just think about small sustainable steps or just think about small steps because small steps turn into sustainable steps. And I think we're all looking for a way to improve our lifestyle. It could be drastically or it could be just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if you take, you know, those small steps, you keep that you keep that in mind that it is possible to change your lifestyle. People do it all the time. So don't think that you you're not able to just just focus on the little things and move forward in that manner and and uh, you'll be on your track uh, on the right track without a problem. I love it. So Drew our listeners, maybe they won't know where to find you. Tell us a little bit more about your different products 
or websites, I should say. And also, I don't even know if we mentioned the name of your radio show. It's Exploring Mind and Body. So tell yeah. us a bit more about um, where people can find you. Okay, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of all over He's the place. everywhere. <laughs> you could find, if you're interested in more details about Complete Truth Protein, hopefully whoever we send that to will we'll enjoy it and talk about it. We're a new, we're a new company and a small company is just an idea. And we're looking to more towards direct sales and the consumer because we know what you guys want and you understand your product, your, your needs more than a retail store knocking on doors. Like that's not really my thing. So, mm-hmm. um, CompleteTruthProtein.com is the main website for that, and you can check out more information. I I write blogs every week. I'm also at uh, CompleteTruthProtein.com, or I should have said that that's on Facebook as well. So I blog, I write blog posts there daily and post uh, whole food meals, not exactly raw. Every once in a while, I'll experiment, throw a raw recipe up there, but mm-hmm. I really believe in in plant based, and a lot of my meals are vegan as well. So. You can head over there if you're interested. Uh, um, I love my, I love the radio show. I love doing it, and uh, appreciate you uh, being a part of that, Laura Jane. Uh, so I'm, I'm moving forward and getting better with that. I've been on there for three years, so I'm always excited to have new interviews and, and new, uh, new fans and new comments checking out the show. Mm-hmm. So that's on iTunes, and then all the past shows are there. And then also exploringmindandbody.com is the main website. And the only other site, well, I have a couple more, but (laughs) (laughs) let me get into my fitness website is trueformlife.com. And that has my online health coaching through Skype, email, and phone. Um, If you're local fitness classes and personal training. And uh, and something I didn't mention just briefly is uh, it's not not raw food, but it is plant-based. And it's my book. It's called Detoxify Yourself. And uh, we should give we should give that away too. Sure. Um, let's uh, let's give someone a send some. Let's give a few people a. How about five people of ebook? Want to do that? Let's do it. Okay, so go ahead get a, head over to therawtarian.com and leave a comment on this podcast, and we'll pick five more people. We'll send out an ebook of detoxifier stuff. So that's more of a lifestyle change. I I talk about the things we the substances we put on our body as well as in our body, um, what what kind of products we cook on, so Teflon, ceramic. Uh, um, and then I talk about it's a 30-day meal plan with the grocery shopping list, recipes, and it also has, uh, it's all free of gluten, dairy, soy, and GMOs. So that's, uh, that's something I brought forward through my experiences of living a healthy lifestyle and just showing people that you can make small changes and preparing and eating healthy doesn't have to be difficult. So that's it. I'm, that's it. I'm all over the place. I'm sure you can Google Drew Taddy and a bunch of stuff will come up. But um, I appreciate being on the show, Laura Janet. Thanks so much for having me. This is my first uh, podcast. I'm usually on the other end as the interview. Um, so thanks for having me on. This is this is a blast. I really appreciate it. Oh, it was my pleasure. You were. You were awesome, and I'm so glad uh, to ha- that we had you on. And ultimately, too, I think you had some really great tips. Certainly for me, I know that I'm ready for some physical lifestyle changes for me, too. So you've inspired me to do some push-ups, sit-ups, and squats three times a week. It doesn't have to be all or nothing, so I'm really excited about that. And that's it.
You have been listening to the Raw Food Podcast with your host, The Raw Tarian. Be sure to visit me at therawtarian.com where you can browse over 100 of my absolute favorite simple, satisfying, raw vegan recipes that you'll find pretty quick to make and with just a few ingredients and that taste amazing. While you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter and once you've signed up for that, you'll automatically get a PDF copy of 11 of my most favorite, most satisfying, most delicious recipes, including raw vegan alfredo sauce, raw brownies, and a whole host of other delicious recipes that you can make at home that are raw and taste amazing. Thank you so much for joining me and I hope to hear from you very soon. And until next time, enjoy your raw adventure.